Today's episode is brought to you by Progressive, where drivers who save by switching save nearly $750 on average. Quote now at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. National average 12-month savings of $744 by new customers surveyed who saved with Progressive between June 2022 and May 2023. Potential savings will vary. The Fable and Folly Network supports creators of exceptional audio stories, including the one you're listening to right now. If you love our shows, we want to hear from you. Complete our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey. This will help us learn more about you, what you like, what you'd like to hear more of, and how we can maintain an inclusive, safe atmosphere. As a thank you for your participation, we have extras and behind-the-scenes content from your favorite shows. Fans make the network what it is. Thanks for listening, and we can't wait to hear from you. Find our listener survey at fableandfolly.com survey today. Hi, I'm Ryan LaPlante, and I'm one of the crazy founders of Dumb Dumbs and Dice, the production company that's made the video you're watching or the podcast you're listening to right now. Now, we're clearly busy. We're producing five weekly podcasts, Dum Dums and Dragons, Blood and Syrup, The Mythos Mysteries, Warhammer 40,000, The Valentine Heresy, and Curse Code and Crown, as well as three event podcasts with miniseries releases scheduled at random intervals, Dumb Scum and Villainy, One Shots, and the bad movie review show, Garbage Town the Movie Podcast. But we want to take this time to invite you to become a part of our company and a part of our Patreon at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. You can get access to our Discord, access to exclusive DM and character chats. You can get the chance to name characters in our shows. You can even become a recurring NPC and hear yourself interacting with our characters each week through the voice of Tom. You can become a patron for as little as $1, and there's great value for you at even that level. So please, join the Dum Dums and Dice family and help us make even more content Content in a way that you are guaranteed to love. That's patreon.com slash dumdumdice. D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. So let's do something dumb together, and thanks for being part of our stories. I am Executron, god of merchandising, and I came into existence because Dum Dums and Dice has its own merchandise. That's a god pop, get it? Dice? Merchandise? Anyways, you can get t-shirts, hoodies, spiral notebooks, clocks, wall art, throw pillows, bags, and even stickers emblazoned with your favorite Dum Dums and Dice characters and their catchphrases. Go to redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. That's D-U-M-B, D-U-M-B, D-I-C-E. One more time for the mortals in the back, redbubble.com slash people slash Dum Dum Dice. Get your merch Merchandise today. Welcome back to Curse Code and Crown, a live play Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition podcast featuring a fully original world and campaign. I am the wizard Cronox, observer of time. Curse Code and Crown features our regular voiceover artists and improvisers. Laura Elizabeth as the Orc Countant Eta and Princess Gwendolyn. Tyler Hewitt as Maka Deathcap and Ryan LaPlante as Duncan Kindano alongside our dungeon master, the incredible Tom. McGee. So get ready for an adventure including thrills, chills, and hope for a brighter tomorrow. It's time for Curse Code and Crown!
Maka, after everywhere you've gone and everything you've seen, there is a comfort uh, to finding yourself back in your swamp. Um, as someone who doesn't put a whole lot of, of stake in our stock, rather in, in physical things and, and sort of locations and all that sort of stuff. Um, there aren't many places in, in the world that I think you're, you feel a, a tie to or a draw to, but as, as with anything, having kind of been in so many extreme circumstances outside your control to this point, being in a familiar circumstance again is nice. Um, albeit with the shadow hanging over it of uh, the, the cultists that have arisen in, in Jossie's name. Um, where's Maka at as you, you start to make your way into, uh, into the swamp? Um, I think he's, based on the information he's received so far, he's drawn some pretty strong conclusions, but is still bearing in mind that these same people who have made these assumptions about the cultists have made some pretty strong assumptions about him. So trying to approach things with, you know, an open mind, but to his knowledge, he, uh, uh, is the only servant of, of Jossie, uh, and what he he does and what he's doing does not appear to align with what these cultists are are doing right now so far so uh that's that's where he's at yeah okay. cautiously open-minded fair enough um gwendolyn and duncan uh both of you obviously know maka pretty well at this point as as well as one can get to know uh maka um how are you two feeling about this this cult situation as as you make your way into the swamp, or more perhaps more accurately, how are you feeling about how this will affect Maka? Like, where where are you at with with this sort of thing? I know we've had some hints of it, but I'm just curious to get a baseline before we we head in. I mean, I think I think Gwendolyn is just like it's very it's very much like let's get this done to get back on the main path of what we're trying to do like as in restore me to the i mean i want to help i i I want this to go well because obviously these are these you know baka has been you know we've helped each other out um but yeah there's a bit of a, a practicality i think to gwendolyn's approach here of like Let's move this along. Gotcha. Uh, and Ryan, where's Duncan at with this? Uh, I mean, Duncan doesn't really know enough to have an opinion on the situation yet because he's only heard like the guy who's kind of monetarily impacted by the cult. Like he doesn't know if it's true or anything like that. I think for him, a lot of this, because they're in like the land of Jossie and Tortles, specifically in this of the three, this is going to be the one most driven by Maka because this is essentially an internal affair to Bleen. It's not something that Duncan has the right to kind of come in and be like, no, your religion is wrong. I need this thing. Like, that's really not his opinion on how diplomacy would work. Uh, If they're really bad, he doesn't have a problem with if he has to kill people, but he also is not a form of justice on this land. It's one of those weird things where he's actually sworn an oath to protect Jossie in the cycle. So there's also like Maka is both of those things to Duncan in a direct way. So it's kind of seeing how it goes. If they're perversion of Jossie, he needs to end it because Jossie has seemed beneficent up to this point. Uh, So yeah, this is more like follow and then kind of cover for Maka where Maka falls in a hole diplomatically, which seems to happen. He's ready to kind of step in and be the, the diplomat next to the King, which again, he's kind of been all his life. It's just switching to a Maka focus instead of a Gwendolyn. Gotcha. Okay. 
Great. Um, so with all that in mind, um, the, uh, the three of you kind of uh, make your way deeper into the swamp. Um, Maka, you find uh, one of the, the many sort of, um, I think almost uh, reed boats um, that uh, almost more of a, a canoe, but just an easy way to, to get across water. You yourself are very comfortable in, uh, in water situations because you, you've spent time here, but you're, you're aware that your companions are, are less so. Um, so the three of you pile onto one of those. Um, and again, they're just kind of, there are a bunch of these, they're very cheaply made. Um, and they're just kind of everywhere because so many of the, uh, the little kind of, as you get deeper into the swamp, the little sort of patches of ground aren't connected to each other. Um, so rather than waiting everywhere, people have just like scattered a bunch of these around, uh, to kind of take, take from Island to Island. Um, so you make your way through a few of these um, before um, reaching the familiar uh, sort of uh, area, approaching the uh, the. Uh, did you you had a you had like a hut? Would that be fair? Yeah, Tyler. Yeah. yeah. So um, Maka's sort of a uh, hut and where he he used to work and live. Um, you can see torches uh, uh, ahead in the darkness. Um, there are. Um, sort of a, a number of, of figures moving around. It's that kind of classic spooky, like Louisiana swamp scene where you're far enough away that through the, sort of the vines and the trees, you can see the torches very bright in the darkness, um, kind of uh, moving around and, and doing things. Um, and uh, you can see a, a sort of a couple of stationary braziers that have been set up that are uh, lighting the front of, of Maka's uh, hut and um, his sort of cabin. Uh, and yeah, the figures appear to be um, going about their business, um, moving things around or they're dragging stuff. There is a, uh, a small kind of um, pile of goods that they're, they're arranging around the, uh, uh, the hut that you could probably assume to be the unrotted, whatever those are. And um, yeah, that is, that is what you see. How would you like to approach? Uh, so, I, I Marka, think... should we just go in or should we observe? Like, what do you want to do in regards to this cult? Well, yeah, I think first Maka wants to do a quick like smell test. Like, are they successfully getting these bodies to decompose? Like, does this place smell of? No, it doesn't. It, smell it does rank not at all. Okay. It smells. It's that same um, unwashed body smell. So there's definitely <clears throat> yeah. uh, a stink to it, but it's not the smell of decay. Okay. Uh, so then, after doing a couple sniffs in the air, Maka would say, uh, "We." currently have no reason to use subterfuge that I am aware of. We shall announce our arrival. As a servant of Jossie, I expect to be welcomed, but hmm, be ready for anything. Yes? Hmm. All right. And I will start to walk... uh, further into the into the torchlight making no effort to conceal myself yep. or anything like that and once i'm in like reasonable speaking distance i will say uh greetings i am maka deathcap servant of jossie gravekeeper of the torture this was once my home there's um kind of a uh a, almost like an impact wave of, of everyone kind of like turning it's that that classic you know hero that everyone thought was dead shows up at the end of the movie thing um uh you know you bow to no one hobbits kind of deal 
Um, so they all turn and, and kind of look reverently. And um, one, uh, one turtle kind of emerges uh, from uh, inside uh, your hut. And it does that like Obi-Wan Kenobi hood reveal, where it just kind of pauses with hands on either side of the hood and then flips it back. Um, and you can see that um, he is, um, he's kind of a, for, for lack of a better term, a middle-aged turtle. Um, so, you know, he's, he's been around for a while as so the turtles being somewhat long lived, like he's, he's, you know, he's, he's not new. Um, he, uh, has painted in bright white, uh, the, uh, the sigil of Jossie kind of, uh, onto his face, um, and is, uh, wearing what, what appears to be, um, a, uh, I think, uh, it, it's a combination of like things you recognize from inside your hut. So it's like one of your blankets and like a sheet that he's kind of stitched together into a robe of some sort uh, that also has the, the symbol of, of Jossie. Um, and uh, he, he just comes out and makes uh, sort of a, a sign of the, uh, of the moon uh, with his, with his hand um, and uh, says, Marker death cap. You have returned to help guide us poor lost followers of Jarsi. We welcome you first among equals. Um, and uh, he kind of bows low um, and then rises and says, uh, I am peak drip brow, priest of Jarsi, bringer of the wrath and the word. Have you come to help us with, with this evening's appeasement? Perhaps with you, it will actually work. I have come to speak with you. You are the leader here, yes? Uh, in as much as one can lead when following, yes. Hmm. This is, to my left, Duncan Kindano, and to my right, Princess Gwendolyn, both of the kingdom of Orville. Much blame has been placed upon us in some form or another for the events that have taken place in that kingdom. We wish to reveal the truth to the people of Bleen. And in so doing, we have also been tasked to speak with you. Hmm. Yes, yes, of course, it, it all makes sense. We must show them the truth that they are sinners that their sin has has doomed us all. Oh yes, with your with your words and your return, finally we will have the weight required to finally show them the error of their ways and punish them in the name of Jossie. Uh, and it's like mutters Mark, of agreement. Maka like looks to Gwendolyn and Duncan with the face that you like may have never seen Maka make before, but it's basically like just the jerk off motion, <laughs> but represented <laughs> like facially like oh brother. Uh, um, and, <laughs> and he looks back at him. He says, uh, uh, "Reveal to me your your findings. Show me this sin you speak of." 
Dum Dums and Dice would like to invite you to check out their flagship podcast, Dum Dums and Dragons. It's a show where improvisers who've never roleplayed before journey into the world of Dungeons and Dragons. It features Laura Elizabeth as the wizard Alan, Tyler Hewitt as the thief Quinny, and Ryan LaPlante as a cleric named Butthole. Through their first season, these heroes experience the minds of Fandelva, but starting in season two, they step into a world of fully original adventures from the mind of DM Tom McGee. Follow them from the beginning of their quest through five more seasons and beyond. Check it out now. Dom, Doms and Dragons. As the rest of the group kind of stands around and stares like very, very attentively and creepily at you, like people in midsummer. Um, you uh, make your way um, towards your your hut, um, and you can see that um, uh, it's now covered with those uh, handbills that they uh, they were handing out. Um, so they just kind of a number of of these these things, um, seemingly on on different types of of parchment and from from different times. Uh, some of them are, are um, starting to yellow with age; others look relatively new. Uh, but it means that your uh, entire hut um, flutters now as uh, as the wind blows, um, casting kind of a uh, just a small sound of of papery wings under uh, all the conversation. Um, Dripbrow uh, brings you to the the pile, and uh, you can you can see now these are uh, these are indeed bodies um, of, of turtles um, that have been stacked uh, in a pile around your your hut. Um, it's it's getting to be a, a bit of like a like almost a oh Jesus I can't remember the name now but like fortresses used to build these around them um, forts certainly in Canada use them a lot but just like it's a little hill now that encircles the encampment almost mm-hmm. like a, a barricade um, with a um, sort of a, a hole towards the door so that people can come and go um, which incidentally kind of makes it have that omega symbol but it's not palisade. Yeah, something like that. It's basically when you just keep a bunch of dirt up. So like if anyone's charging, they have to run up and you can be waiting below to be like, cool, you're up and over. <laughs> stab, stab. Um, but uh, in any case, um, the uh, the bodies um, are are covered. Uh, they, they look honestly like an advanced, uh, a lot of them, um, like an advanced version of the sickness you've already seen. Those sort of black tears. Um, very present um, crustiness around the the nose slits in the mouth. Um, and uh, all of them have uh, fungal growths um, on their, their flesh. Uh, you recognize um, sort of a, to your eye, Maka, a, a mutated form of spore growth, uh, similar to what your capabilities are, are able to, uh, to kind of spawn and use. Um, and uh, peak, uh, says, um, ever since it, we Jossi spoke to us, we we realized that uh, if nothing was done, her curse would spread and and the world would fall, uh, and and thus we have been trying to appease her by by bringing. Uh, he says very carefully. Uh, the the dead here uh, in an attempt to uh, to placate her wrath, but it seems it is not yet enough. We we need more numbers, both in our ranks and in in our offerings. Otherwise, she will continue to spread the curse, and it is getting worse. Several of these have succumbed to the curse itself, rather than natural causes, as the early ones did. 
and yet none of them rot. The cycle is broken, mark a death cap. We are all that can restore it. And what do you do with these corpses? Hmm? We bring them here, and then we pray that Jossie will speak to us yet again and to find that this is the sufficient amount to slate her, her thirst for wrath and vengeance. So far, it has not been, but we hope as, as the numbers swell, she will be appeased. So when you say Jossie spoke to you, do you mean through you know the springing up of this curse, or do you mean there was a physical voice or an embodiment that engaged with you? Uh, the, the earliest converts of the way of mock a death cap were heard the voice of Jossie themselves. Many of us were aware of, of him and what he did out here in the swamps. And as a result, it was easy to determine that he was merely the first of us, the first uh, among equals, um, and that uh, we needed to follow his example. We know that Marka uh, would often uh, help the, the dead re-enter the cycle but as the cycle no longer exists, we have taken on this form of his work, bringing them here to pray to Jossie. Now, when you said bringing the corpses here, you really put a lot of emphasis on bringing. How are other people interpreting the event of you bringing this bodies here? Yeah, can you roll me an insight check, sir? <clears throat> that is an... Dirty 20. Dirty 20. Great. Um, uh, Peak uh, seems a little concerned uh, by that question, but then um, he, he looks to Maka and like, you can tell that because you're with Maka, he kind of views you as an extension of, of him. He's fallen into that classic trap of like, he's labeled himself head priest while saying everyone is equal. And then the guy that they built the religion around showed up and now they're all yeah. having to deal with the, the like, Oh, Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, of course, of course, but also me, right? Um, problem yeah, that Jesus all... showed up when the Pope is around. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Just like, oh, I'm, uh, I'm a sorry. <laughs> uh, what can I say? White. We don't care. <laughs> <laughs> I just really like a gold buildings. Uh, the Pope will always just be the Pope from, the uh, Pope. yeah, the Italian Pope from Family Guy. For me, like Pope, it's time to wake up and put on your hat. No, it's a stupid hat. Just. <laughs> Always forever in my head, it's that Pope. In any case, uh, no Popes in this universe. Um, so yes, um, Peak uh, kind of realizes he's, he's caught uh, and says, um, uh, well, uh, there, there are some varying interpretations of, of our holy task. Some would rather uh, continue to spin the wheels of, of commerce and profit rather than uh, dealing with this, this very real curse that has befallen us. And the wrath of Jossie has only intensified over the past weeks. Uh, I, I know Maka left some time ago, but things have gotten so much worse. As a result, we have increased our efforts to appease Jossie by helping some people along, bringing them to her, the god of death and wrath. So you've begun shall we say, speeding people on their way to Jassy. Ah, you understand. Of course, the first among equals would have companions who understand. Tom, there's mutterings of like, mm -hmm, yes. how, how many cultists are here, Tom? Um, there are about, <laughs> uh, I'm going to say, um, 
at the hut itself, there are 10, there are kind of others out in the distance, um, gathering things, but, uh, yeah, there's about 10 moving, moving stuff around. How many rounds would it take for them? No, I'm just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Well, let me get out my battle map, Laura. (laughs) Just unfurl it. Maka will, uh, will say, uh, peak. Is it your speak, drip, bro? He knows my name. Yes. What, what was your life before this, before service to Jossie? Um, I was uh, a uh, of, of the, the, the middle uh, class of, of our society here. Uh, it was my job to, to ensure that um, we, we found sufficient staffing for the, the machines of profit. Uh, I, I assisted in, in helping people uh, to to find jobs and find and helping employers to find suitable candidates uh, to assist their work. It is part of the reason I've so successfully managed to to recruit so many people to your cause, first among equals. But yes, I I admit I was part of the very system that brought this curse upon us, and as a result, I must work to amend it. Mm. And. These many folk I see outside, they are here because of your influence, yes? Uh, yes, me me, and, and one other, and he kind of points to uh, uh, another turtle who um, she's like, looks uh, like she's got like a, a bit of a, um, ah, shit, what's the, the name of the guy from Avatar and uh, Don't Breathe? And oh, the scary white military guy. Yeah, Got scary it. white military guy. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so think like uh, she's a, a turtle who has kind of that kind of face where it's just like, I always feel like that guy like stopped a grenade with his face at some point. Like he's not like, <laughs> uh, it's not like it, it, he's a handsome guy. Just, he always has that like craggy, like he's a guy who could catch a bullet in his teeth. hundred percent. Like I've seen some yeah. shit. Like uh, I got caught in a tornado and I just leaned in. And then it left and I was fine. Like that kind of guy. So it's it, like, she looks, she's got that kind of bearing, um, but he's incredibly shy around Maka. Um, you can tell like, she literally looks like she could like, you know, fuck a person up pretty badly, but it's like, anytime he looks over, it's just kind of like hiding a little bit behind one of the other uh, cultists. And like with a bit of a, like a, a lip bite and a bashful, like always oh, looking over here um, kind of thing. But uh, she raises, uh, a hand um, that you notice is is gauntleted um, and has uh, kind of spiked knuckles on it and uh, waves. Okay. Peak, I know in most organizations there are the more dedicated adherents and those who are, shall we say, new to the cause. Is there a, a central body who you would say are the most dedicated, perhaps the ones who have helped others along and are there others who have not yet made that commitment or is this... Everyone is as dedicated as you. Uh, he looks horrified and he says, oh, oh, oh I, I, I apologize, uh, companion of the first among equals. We, we've been trying um, as hard as we can to to help uh, our, our more recent acolytes uh, to understand the necessity of, uh, of Jossie's embrace and becoming a, a child of Jossie. Um, many of them are having some difficulty uh, fully embracing the needs of Jossie. And, and uh, as a result, they are not allowed here at our most holy of rituals. They must earn their way here. Um, once they have helped someone across, they may join us uh, in, in the ritual. But until then, they are not clean enough for Jossie. 
Understood. So there are 10 dedicated adherents, all of whom are here now. Uh, yes, there are one or two uh, of our more junior acolytes who are out spreading the word this very evening. But yes, we are the the, the 10 most dedicated and thus, uh, of course, are worthy of the blessings of Maka Deathcap, who has arrived among us. And everyone's like, yay, uh, except for Shira Irongrasp, uh, who continues to kind of like awkwardly huddle behind her friend. <laughs> All right. Well, Duncan's going to see how Mach is going to play this, but Duncan just found out everybody in this clearing is open, like, pl- play ball for execution. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Maka is coming to a very similar conclusion. Just got a couple more questions and a couple more things he needs to see. Um, he, uh, I think he'll, like, put an arm around Peak and, and kind of bring Peak in close and say, no, tell me about this. Wrath, this wrath of Jossie you speak of. Um, and uh, Peek kind of looks at you a little, a little taken aback. Um, like following our earlier example, it's like, wait a minute, didn't you write the Bible? Why are you asking me Bible questions? This is very mm-hmm. confusing to me. Um, but uh, he, uh, he, well, let me see. Yeah, he, uh, he kind of nods, a little confused, but also not not wanting to fuck this up because um, he rolled a five. So he's <laughs> certainly not going to let that brain mm-hmm. get in the way. Um, he uh, he says, uh, "Of course, uh, it 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 perhaps uh, was was too early for you to to fully uh, witness the the glory of Jassy firsthand. Um, surely you have noticed that uh, the the turtles of Bleen are are sick uh, and getting sicker. Yes." Yes, yes, I have seen this. The, the, the spores have stopped working. I, I know in your time they were becoming less potent, but now they have truly stopped uh, altogether. Uh, as you can see uh, from these, the unrotted, the children of Jossi, um, our, our sins were too much. Our use of her gift was was uh, so perverse and blasphemous that she has seen fit to turn her wrath upon us in punishment for interfering with her holy cycle. And thus, slowly, all of Bleen will die, as will the rest of this world. Under his cape, Duncan has now freed up Mr. Bang and is just waiting for either someone to take a swing or somebody to yell for Jossie and it's yeah. fucking game on. Yeah. Um, and and Maka will say, um, peak in my communion with Jossie. There has been no indication of such wrath. Jossie set me on the path to find the source of this curse. This curse was befalling our people and the people out in the wider world before. It is what I was brought to Orville for. This is not wrath of Jossie. Jossie is above and beyond something as petty as wrath. Death and life are unavoidable. 
And so what purpose would Chassie have for revenge or punishment? Mm. Um, and uh, Peek actually looks at you a little bit sadly um, and uh, moves out from, from under, under your arm, uh, significantly less reverently in his movements. And you can see the, the rest of the, the cultists kind of also shooting questioning looks. Um, uh, iron grasp begins to kind of straighten up uh, behind um, uh, behind the person she was cowering behind. And um, Peek says, I, I understand, Maka Deathcap, that when you communed with Jossie, she still was merely the god of death. But that was before so much of her sacred glomera was consumed processed and taken out of the cycle your very tinctures your very concoctions served as the base the blasphemous sundara the exports our people have made we have stripped away her flesh bit by bit began to eat away at her muscles her core we have removed so much from the cycle the jossie you spoke to may have been above such things but our Jossie, our Jossie requires us to make them all pay, that we, the faithful, may survive, and this world may yet again re-enter her cycle. But until then, it is up to us to make things right. I sincerely wish you agreed. Um, and, uh, Maka? I cast Blight. This episode of Curse Code and Crowd Sound was mixed and edited by Laura Hamstra, and the campaign was created by Tom McGee. Our original theme music was composed by Landon Noblock, and Curse Code and Crown's logo was created by the brilliant Decapitated Markers. If you want to follow our players or our DM on Twitter, you can reach out to Laura at EL Hamstring, Ryan at the Ryan LeBlanc. Tyler at Tyler underscore Hewitt, Tom McGee at McGee TD, or you can message our whole company at Dum Dum Dice. So please join us again for more Curse, Code, and Crown! Dum Dums and Dice has to give a special thank you to the supreme beings of our Patreon at this time. Christian Manicola, Long Long, The Half-Blind Prophet, James Quayar, Charles Grams, Christopher Little, Sue One, George Dolby, One True Artistry, Orion Birchfield, Lord Abradovic, Noel Lewis, Scott Garland, Anthony Griffin, Chet Awesome Laser, Jordan Neesmith, Benjamin V, Gavin and Abby McDonald, Taryn Hefner, Cade Peters, Richard Cranium, Christian Mendez, Anna Zed, Eric Williams, Logan, Fire on Friendly, Great Dane, Acrix, Cameron Ezel, and Jill and Noel Laplante. If you want your name to be added to this list, you can join our Patreon too at patreon.com slash dumdumdice. Thanks to them, and a little bit of thanks to you. The Fable and Folly Network, where fiction producers flourish.